You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of NFT Talk Show. I am your hostess, Tony Pate, photographer extraordinaire, queen of the Legends Live Forever collection. <laughs> yeah, that's my new thing, like Legends Live Forever collection. I'm going to start screaming that everywhere I go, just so people know. Legends Live Forever collection coming soon. Legends Live Forever collection coming soon. Because I am absolutely, you know what? <sighs> I don't feel like... Um, you know, sometimes you, you go, Oh, if you say you love your work, it might sound like you have a big ego. I absolutely don't, but I really, really am so proud of some of the work that I'm putting out right now that I have to say that I do love my own work and I feel like screaming it from the mountaintop. Um, but that's not why we're here. We're here because NFT talk show. Yay. (laughs) All right. So this is a very special episode. This is a special episode because I will be answering some questions that were asked because of the podcast. So yes, absolutely amazing that you guys are subscribing, listening, asking questions, and just involved. I absolutely love it. And I appreciate every single one of you. So if you're listening to this right now, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to um, this podcast, NFT Talk Show. All right. So I'm going to kick it off with a review that was left on the um, podcast and some of the questions that were asked in the review. And thank you so much for taking the time out to write a review. And to everyone that has liked uh, the podcast so far, thank you for your likes. I really appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, And if this podcast has helped you in any way, do take some time out to like and comment, you know. And if it hasn't helped you, (laughs) you can come look for me on Twitter and tell me. (laughs) All right, cool. So, um, yeah. So the first question that I will be answering, um, from the review questions was what if you were a hobbyist and just wanted to leave a legacy? So my answer is absolutely. Like I said, you know, NFTs, it's this token that you can mint on the blockchain. It's like, something that's imprinted digitally forever, you know? So why not? The possibilities are absolutely endless. There is nothing saying that I can't mint an NFT because I want to leave a legacy. There is nothing saying that I can't mint an NFT because for your personal reasons, absolutely amazing, do it. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, you're minting NFTs because you want to sell something. No, no, it's not. You can just be minting it to have a record, a digital record on the blockchain of the things that you have done. You know, there, um, there's this thing called POAPs, um, like they're like participation NFTs, you know? So if you go to an event, you get a POAP, things like that are fun. Like it just records places that you have been. So if you're trying to use NFTs to record things that you have done, absolutely do it. If you're doing that, you might want to do it on a blockchain that is free, like Polygon is free, um, or that has a really low gas. 
Um, because I don't think you want to be paying like, you know, hundreds of dollars in gas just to leave a legacy. I mean, if you don't mind, then sure. But if it's just to leave a legacy and have something imprinted on a blockchain, then use something like a polygon. Um, that's a good one to use. Um, I know Tez also has like very cheap gas, but if you're looking at completely free gas, I would say polygon would be a good, um, a good place to start. But yeah, so next question, what if your intention is to earn, to help your community? OMG, yes. There are so many NFT projects right now that were created to help the community. So there is an NFT that I, um, I don't want to use the word aped into because <laughs> that word is like so old now. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So there's an NFT, um, project that I bought into called women in weapons. And the reason I did buy into it was because their primary thing was they were, um, helping, you know, the girl child education, Malala fund. So there are a lot of NFTs that are like that, that were created to help the, their community there. Um, I know people with NFTs that, you know, whatever project is close to their heart, animal conservation, and just different things, you know, buying school books, you could just whatever it is, whatever you can think of, you can do, you know, with NFTs, just do your own research, do your homework, make sure you create something and be clear about what you're trying to do. You know, you're going to have people that want to know, okay, why am I investing in this project that be very, very clear about your intentions, you know, because in the NFT space, just like in any financial space, you will have the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, you know, you will have people that are skeptical because there have been situations where people come into the NFT space and create a project and then rug somebody. Rug means like, cause it could mean two things. It could mean getting kicked off Twitter spaces. <laughs> it could also mean like, you know, pulling the rug from under somebody. So somebody investing in your project and then you pull the rug from under them and you disappear. So that does happen. Um, not in the NFT community itself, but like people coming in there to take advantage of the community. So you just have to make sure, um, you do your own research and make sure, um, people trust you and make sure you're very, very clear about your intentions because you, um, you know, if you have a good heart and good intentions, um, why not? You know, I don't, I don't think NFTs are limited to, oh, you only can use it for this. or you only can use it for that. No, absolutely. I think I would love to see more projects geared towards like helping out people or projects. Like I would actually really like to see more projects that are kind of, um, membership based. Like, you know, if I own a part of your project, have some events, let's party that too. <laughs> that too as you know let me use this token to party yay <laughs> but yeah so giving back is one um and using the token to for access is two so the short answer is yes absolutely if your intention is to help your community please absolutely go ahead but do your research do your homework and put your all into it and um hopefully it will pay off all right. So the next question was, if the piece of art is poetry, should it be two separate items? That is actually a really good question because I do poetry as well. And that is one question that I have constantly asked myself. 
how do I incorporate my poetry into my NFTs? I have a poem called Love is Like that is doing pretty well on um, Apple Music. And I have thought about it like, okay, I really think if I could find a way to incorporate Love is Like into one of my art pieces, that would really make me happy. I haven't quite creatively figured out how I want to go about it, but if you have creatively figured out how you want to go about it, OMG, go ahead, please, because... I absolutely love that. I've seen people incorporate music into NFT. So why not poetry? Poetry, you know, that's like one of the best forms of, um, you know, art. So why not? If you can merge the two, absolutely do it. And it just makes that piece even more unique if you do. All right. So the next question is what hashtags should you use? All right. So this, I think the easy answer is, Use hashtags that pertain to what you're doing. So let's say you're doing poetry. Your hashtag should be NFT poetry, right? Let's say you're doing photography. Hashtag NFT photography. Let's say you're doing um, artificial intelligence, um, AI art. Hashtag NFT (laughs) AI art, right? So, um... I think the best thing or the best hashtags to use would be hashtags that um, pertain to the kind of NFTs you're doing and also hashtags that correspond with the blockchain you're using. Example, hashtag NFT Solana, hashtag Tez NFT, hashtag ETH NFT. So people that are looking for Solana NFT, Tez NFT, might be able to find you. So always use hashtags that are relevant to what you're doing and the blockchain that you have it on and maybe even the marketplace that you are selling it on. Um, Let's say you're selling on OpenSea, for instance, then hashtag OpenSea. Let's say you're selling on foundation, hashtag foundation NFT. (laughs) All right, so yeah, so that I think pretty much sums it up with what hashtag should you use? Just relevant hashtag, don't just go using any hashtag that doesn't apply. Like, you know, I'm doing photography and I'm like, um, hashtag 3D NFT. Of course not. Come on. It's not 3D NFT. (laughs) This is photography NFT. So I would most likely not use 3D NFT hashtag. I used to do that on Instagram and it was probably annoying, (laughs) but I wouldn't do that. Um, you know, with NFTs, you want to kind of keep it as niche as possible um, yeah, so that's that. <laughs> How much should a newbie sell their art? Number one golden rule. Never tell anybody how they should value their art. That's my number one golden rule. Like, you know what you're worth. Um, I don't know what you're worth, you know, and literally, you know how much time, effort, everything you put into your work, you, you know what value you think your work should be. Um, it's so hard to just say, oh, um, oh, I'm a, you're a newbie, so price at this. Absolutely not, because honestly, all art will not be created. When I say created the same, meaning the time and effort that goes into each piece is not the same. Um, the artist's background, not the same. So honestly, you just kind of figure out what you think you're worth, you know, or just look at the market, look at people that do something similar to what you're doing, look at how long they've been in the market and just, you know, follow their footsteps. 
what you also don't want to do is go around. You'll stress yourself out. Trust me when I say this, asking people, Oh, do you think I should price it this way? (laughs) I'm probably guilty of that, but I, I am guilty of that to stress myself out. So you will stress yourself out doing that because indecision and the NFT space can be very, very, very overwhelming. It's a lot going on. It moves super fast. There's so much to take in, so many people to keep up with, so many names to know, so many art pieces to see that it can be super overwhelming, especially for someone like me where my personality, like I absorb things. Um, and I tend to like, try to kind of break away, but can't like, I I don't want to say I'm nosy, but (laughs) I like to stay informed. So for me, a lot of times I do experience a lot of burnout. Like I just, you know, I'll be in on online and there's a spaces going on and I'll be in the spaces and people are talking and I want to say something, but literally I can't muster the energy to just speak and say something. So yeah, so you don't um, want to kind of overwhelm yourself. So just take it one step at a time, see what other people doing, what you're doing, what you're doing, are doing and how they're pricing their art. So just take your time to learn. Um, Like I said, knowledge is power and taking the time out to learn um, what others are doing and listening to podcasts like mine, yay, (laughs) will help you out a lot. And of course, you know, like I said, If anybody else has questions, I'm on Twitter. You can come into Twitter and ask me. You can leave a review, comment in the review section. And if you just want to tell me, oh, you're so wonderful, you could do that too. (laughs) But seriously, um, I'm going to start doing that more often and just kind of seeing if anybody has any questions they want asked. You can send an email, I'll read it. And I'll start doing this more often because I I think this is a good thing. I think being able to ask or ask and answer direct questions. I think that is a good thing because it helps me know what the audience is actually trying to learn and what they're looking for and what they need to know. So any questions that are being asked from now on, I'm going to start doing like episodes where I answer, um, I answer the listener questions. So yeah, this is going to be one of them. Yay. Um, yeah. So next question, this is, um, I get this a lot. I get the whole, what is NFT question a lot. <laughs> and I just want to say if we're there right now, the best answer that I can give is listen to the podcast. I have answered the question in previous episodes and go on my website. Like I literally wrote, um, an article or two or three because I kind of felt like people were going to ask this question because that's how I felt when I started with NFTs. When I started with NFTs, I was clueless. And, um, I had so many questions. So I did write articles based on my perspective as a newbie in NFTs. And I kind of wrote it to help out another person that was just getting into NFTs and just wanted to have their questions answered. Um, they're not like super long reads, except the ones where I rant about my experience in NFTs. Those ones are really long. But yeah, the ones that are more like what are NFTs, how to mint NFTs, those are pretty decent, um, short reads. So, you know, just take the time out. And even if they're long, you know, we're learning. So we shouldn't be too (laughs) reluctant to read a long, a long, um, article if we really, really, really care to learn, you know, but yeah. So, um, absolutely go on my website, tonypainenft.com and go on the part that says blog. And I have articles up there for you to read. 
or just go back on the podcast and listen in. And if there's anything that I have not talked about or you want answered, just shoot me a tweet or send me an email or leave a review and I will do my best to answer that. Like I'm not a know-it-all, so (laughs) if I can't answer it... (laughs) Contrary to popular belief, I am not a know-it-all. <laughs> um, yeah, if I can't answer the question, I have a lot of friends in the NFT community that are experts in their own different fields. I can bring them on to come and answer the questions for you. So, um, yeah. So another question that I do get a lot, photography questions and NFTs. Can any picture be an NFT? Well, I did consider minting pictures of my feet. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like I said, the NFT uses can be for different things. Like let's say you're just minting family photos, for instance, right? Because you want to send everybody Christmas photos, but they're NFTs. You can totally do that. Why not? But yeah, so I don't see why any picture can't be an NFT. I'm not sure where things like nudity would come in. Um... But if it's safe and artistic, I don't see why not. Even if it's not for the sole purpose of art, let me give you a good one. Christmas cards, right? We send Christmas cards to our family and friends in December or holiday greeting cards, for instance, right? Valentine's cards. There is absolutely nothing stopping you from minting on Polygon because it's free, (laughs) um, different Christmas cards or holiday cards or Valentine's cards and sending it to your family, friends, or whomever, just tell them, get a wallet and you're going to send them this NFT. That is actually a really cool, see, big brain, Tony, big brain, big brain. That is actually a cool, I might do that this year, like do Christmas cards for my family and have them all get wallets and send, um, holiday greetings as NFTs. You heard it here first. You did. (laughs) All right. So yeah, hopefully that answers that question. Photography NFTs. What is in photography NFT? So I am an NFT producing photographer. So I'm a photographer that does offer her photography as NFTs. Um, I get this question a lot. Is there any such thing as an NFT photographer? My number one simple answer to that is in the sense of the word is not really a thing. You can be a photographer that sells your work as NFTs. So unless you're a photographer that only does NFTs and I have not met one yet, then that's different. Then yeah, if you are a photographer that only does NFTs, then yeah, maybe actually you are an NFT photographer because that's the only thing you do. But because NFTs are so new, I'm sure people that do photography have been doing photography for other reasons besides NFTs. Like me, for instance, I do my photography. I mint them as NFTs, but I also have them available as prints and working to make sure they're like all over the place. (laughs) All right. So yeah. So in terms of like photography, NFT questions, I am going to do a special episode for that. And I will bring a photographer friend of mine on board to co-host with me. So we can kind of chit chat about NFT photography, I keep saying it, it's going to be a huge deal very soon because photography and NFTs, they're the perfect marriage and they were created for each other. In my opinion, no bias, no bias, (laughs) but yeah, so NFT and photography, I will be answering that. Um, but I think I should, I should dedicate an entire episode 
to NFT photography. All right, so um, that is it for this episode. Oh, I hope you all enjoy this episode. If there are any more questions you have for me, like I said, I will be doing more of these types of episodes where I answer your questions. Um, I am on Twitter at Tony Payne. That's T-O-N-I-P-A-Y-N-E. You can drop a like and a review. I would appreciate those five-star reviews. <laughs> if you don't feel I deserve five stars. Jeez, how mean. All right. <laughs> so thank you again for listening to this episode. And I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.